there's a, a section of this gospel that actually parallels something very, very common in the spiritual life. And if, it, if we don't understand that this is how it happens, then we easily turn into this, like, we, we just start panicking, right? So you've got this section here where, first off, the young boy uh, is possessed with a demon. The demon is clearly not doing good things for him, right? He, um, he's thrown to the ground, becomes rigid, foams at the mouth, grinds his teeth. He's like, the, it's thrown him into fire, it's thrown him into water, all of these really problematic things. And Jesus, first off, uh, Talks, talks to the father, right? You can almost kind of consider them to be the same person. The father is really the, the spokesperson of the child. Jesus, uh, Jesus said to him, if you can, everything is possible to one who has faith. Right? So Jesus challenges a person, oftentimes in the spiritual life, to really take a step forward in faith, to decide, yeah, you actually are the one that I'm going to live for. You actually are the one that can solve the issues that are at the depth of my heart. And this is not just like a one-time process. It's something that we have to do again and again and again. And it has to go deeper and deeper and deeper. So if you're thinking like, oh yeah, I've totally done that. Like, it's coming again. Don't worry. Right? And Jesus, on seeing a crowd rapidly gathering, rebuked the unclean spirit and said to it, mute and deaf spirit, I command you, come out of him and never enter him again. God acts in this powerful way and really frees the person from whatever it was that was really causing the, the death. So perhaps a certain sin that you're really attached to or just a way of living or a way of looking at the world, something that was continually causing serious problems to the person. And then... Does the boy leap for joy because everything is perfect now? It's actually completely the opposite. (laughs) Shouting and throwing the boy into convulsions, it came out. So he's shouting and going into convulsions. This This is actually a painful process. And after he finally comes out, does it get better? Next line. He became like a corpse. which caused many to say he is dead. After this, there's oftentimes just a long period of, of kind of feeling dead, for lack of a better word, right? Just things feel very numb. And then Jesus took him by the hand, raised him, and he stood up. This is the hermeneutic that happens again and again and again. You can think the, the Egyptians, right? God works very powerfully uh, to free the Israelites from the Egyptians. There are these plagues. They leave. Let my people go. All of these things. What happens? They leave Egypt. And then they get to the Red Sea. And then Pharaoh's chasing after them. And they're all freaking out. Difficult situation to be in. They get through the Red Sea. We made it. Then what happens? They wander around in the desert for 40 years. Then they enter the promised land. What happens 
with Jesus Christ himself. He's crucified on the cross, breaks the power of sin and death. And then what happens? He sits in the tomb for three days. And then he raises from the dead. Right? It's, it's, you can almost think of it similar to uh, also just how we heal naturally. If someone gets like a piece of sh- shrapnel, like boom, bomb goes off, big chunk of metal sticking out of them. You got to take the piece of shrapnel out. The doctor saved him, got the shrapnel out. But then what does the person do? They sit there in the hospital feeling awful for a fairly long period of time. And then the muscles actually have to heal and even rebuild. This is just how it works. This is how life is. So I don't tell you all of this to be like, this is awful and it's hard. Because still, the boy, even when he was laying as a corpse on the ground, was in a better state than when he was possessed by the demon. Even Jesus, as he laid in the tomb, laid in the tomb as a victor. The Israelites, as they wandered through the desert, wandered as free people. And at the end of every single one of those, they were brought to the promised land, to the fullness of life, to full health. And so going through this process is well worth it. But know that sometimes when your spiritual life feels like utter chaos, when it hurts, when sometimes it even feels numb after you've taken some big steps, that doesn't mean that God isn't operating. This is how the spiritual life works. And what we have to do is go back again to that statement of the Father. I do believe. Help my unbelief. Keep moving forward. Because at the end of the tomb comes the resurrection.